today's episode topic is friendship. And who better than to talk about friendship than us two? We've been friends since we were, what, seven? Eight or nine. Okay. (laughs) What's two years when you're talking about 20? But yeah, no, we definitely met in elementary school. And we had a little bit of a hiccup. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we were in elementary school and I think you came in third grade? It was second. Okay. I don't remember. I block it out because it was traumatic. It was traumatic. And I had this boyfriend in the second grade. Yeah. And it was serious. It was very serious. Bought me chocolate hearts for Valentine's Day. We were in it. Okay. And then the next year he wasn't in my class and Gina was. She was in this boy's class and then that was his new girlfriend and I was heartbroken. So I hated her. Yes. Like truly we did not (laughs) like one another and (laughs) it took two years. And I think, I don't know, I think I still liked him, but maybe you didn't. So it was okay. I got over it. Because I did, I ended up going on to actually date him. I say actually date him. I think that means in the sixth grade we held hands or something. Um, And then I was completely over it. I was like, okay. And, but we have been friends solid since the fifth grade i remember because you didn't on the first day of school you were like away camping with your family oh my god see (laughs) See, this is how right (laughs) i did not know that see (laughs) yep this is how you know our best childhood friends oh my god and i was like who you know me little nerd i'm like who misses the first day of school but we were best friends ever Ever since then, oh my god, I'm just thinking of our mem- our sixth grade memories. Yeah, with. we've had a lot of sleepovers oh and gosh. dances and other we- boyfriends, real right. boyfriends, and we've grown up together. Like we truly yes. have grown up together. So so funny. So yeah. So I was saying, I think it's super interesting because we're childhood friends, and not everybody has. Um, childhood friends or they've met them a little later in life in high school but we really go back to elementary school and geez again I'm just thinking of all the the hilarious (laughs) things and we're still so immature in our maturity we're still so immature we're still in fifth grade (laughs) but it's nice having that person where you can say and now you're probably like yeah I was in like George totally forgot about that but you have somebody that really knows so much of your your history and right and what makes you you at this point in your adult life and a lot of my friends are childhood friends but you're kind of like kind of home for us right well, for me because yeah. our childhoods were <laughs> were very similar in their own dysfunction <laughs> right and where we came from and our family makeups and and whatnot but Man, girl, 20 years and here we are. Crazy. So crazy. And yeah, and I feel like as we've grown up and become adults, we've gone on different paths, but we're still just as close as we ever were. So it's interesting maintaining our friendship. Not that it's work. Right, but it is. I mean, it's... It's it's work I want to do. (laughs) Right. It's work we want to do. It's work, but we consciously, we make the effort to maintain the relationship and I guess you need to consciously make that effort in any relationship else, you know, both parties don't. Mm-hmm. It dissolves and everybody goes on with their life. But we are, we've made that, I mean, geez, for over 20 years now. Right. Um, we probably speak, if not every day, every other day. Yeah. 
I think we speak every day. <laughs> right. And like I said, like, day. it's just a piece of home. Like, I could say anything to you and I know you get it. I know you know that family member I'm talking about. I know mm-hmm. you know that place. I know you know that funny sixth grade teacher, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it might be. But we're definitely two people that make conscious effort to maintain the relationship and in a healthy way. Right. And I think that's why we have such a great friendship and dynamic. So with all of your childhood friends, because as you said, all my Gina's my only childhood friend. So how do you maintain or how have you maintained those childhood friends into adulthood? And I'm trying to think because it is obviously a conscious effort, right? Like those could have dissolved and they haven't. Um, and I, I don't know have a solid answer for it, but just that the people that I'm still in touch with from childhood, we just always kind of had a similar interests and kind of work ethics and and whatnot, and we still kind of do. So it always brings us back together, whether it's professionally or... And I'm trying to think of if there's any one thing that I do. I guess I just always make sure I reach out to people and physically make time for them, even if not often, but just just keep it alive. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Keep the communication going or what I'll do with you, I'll do with them. Sometimes like, oh my God, do you remember that really funny thing from 10th grade? I'm clearly just a loser because a lot of times these people are like, no, (laughs) it's just me that remembers the thing. But sometimes it's like, oh my God, that is so funny. And it's kind of a little retreat from like adult hustle. Like, man, those were some, you know, good times we had together. But I think a lot of my childhood friends and I too have children and that brought us back together. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even though there maybe was a little distance through college or whatnot, but now we're raising children together. And we said that's something that you and I actually don't have in common. I'm right. a parent and you're not. And a lot of your friends are also not parents. Right. The majority of my friends and I, we are parents. So I feel like parenting bring, brings and has kept a lot of my other friends and I close. Right. No, it's true. I don't have friends that have any kids. Like, you're my only mom friend. <laughs> I know. And that is difficult in that it does take a certain level of care to maintain the friendship. Right. Because you're kind of jet set, but I'm not. Right. Like, we take planning. Like, I can't text you and be like, what are you doing in an hour? Can we do X, Y, Z? Nine times out of ten, you're going to be like, wait, I have, I have children. <laughs> right. No, and I can't go <laughs> there this weekend. <laughs> but you have other friends. <clears throat> that be like yep let's go right and if you said my that cat to me, has water right <laughs> we're out of here <laughs> right but i do think like you said it does take a level of care to maintain because i've been friends with people where we just never spoke again and nothing happened there was no bad blood they just stopped reaching out i just stopped reaching out and that was just the end Right. And that's what I was saying. If you don't put in that that effort, it's kind of like a mutual dissolution. Like, okay, nothing happened. But or maybe we've both grown grown to common anymore. Right. Um, But what so it's a little easier maybe for me to maintain some of my relationships because we do have kids that kind of like there's always a common talking ground. But Mm -hmm. for somebody that doesn't have kids and doesn't have friends that have kids, how do you maintain like what do you do to make sure you're maintaining those relationships or keeping them Open and I think definitely seeing my friends being involved in their lives, knowing about their interests or new interests. I think a lot of what speak up, especially right now, is what's going on in the world and our jobs and our parents. And I feel like we talk about all the things you would talk 
to your friends about, minus the kids. Right. We, we might talk about having kids in the future or not having kids in the future, but um, I think that we have more sort of space to roam. Like, we can do things on a whim. We can go traveling. Like, I can say, hey, it's 11 o'clock on a Sunday. Let's have brunch. Right. And um, just do it. I envy. I envy you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I don't not envy you, but I mean, this is my life. I've accepted <laughs> I've accepted my parenting dysfunction. But no, I think, and I think the reason we're such good friends, and I guess it's a recurring theme with any good friendship, is we maybe don't have much in common in our current lives, but our childhoods were very similar. Our families, our parents, our siblings, just we both have... The same traumas. (laughs) The same traumas. We have these parents that have been married for 40 years, but we've watched it be functioning dysfunction and we both are the younger sibling to older brother our parents are even you know kind of similar in their own in their own ways so it kind of laid that foundation for us to always maintain a friendship but now like we were saying we don't really have i mean we have plenty in common obviously we're friends but our lives are so different. our daily lives are very different yeah um but i i think it's funny because I always was this person that was like, no new friends, you know, because I had all these childhood friends, like, I, like I'm as if I'm disloyal to them for making new friends, <laughs> which is obviously not the case. But as I have gone through life and I've met some more people that I now consider, you know, some of my best friends when I talk to them about their childhoods or or whatnot, it's interesting because it's similar to ours too. You know, they came from these parents that were married, you know, all their lives and These single family, you know, these middle class families. And and it's funny because even though we didn't meet till we were in our 20s or 30s, our early life is very similar. And I think that kind of makes it easier to make adult friends when you have a similar upbringing Mm -hmm. or just something you can relate to. Right. That you never maybe knew, you know, in the the beginning. Like, oh, we actually are very similar. I love new friends. (laughs) I do now. I think I didn't till like after college. I yeah, I I love new friends. I've always had and and I think a lot of this comes from like work. Like some of one of my best friends is somebody I met at work and you never think and I worked retail when I was like 19. You never think that that person's going to be somebody that's going to be in your life after you both leave this job, but we're still really good friends. But then I also have other work friends that I you never speak to again. But Right. In the moment, you're so engulfed in each other's lives. You know everything about them for that, like, year or two that you're working with them. You know about their sex life. You know about their family life. And then you're kind of just like, all right, well, I've quit this job, so. (laughs) And I think that comes back to maintenance, too. Like, consciously deciding that you're going to continue to maintain the one relationship and not the other. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why you do choose to do that with a certain coworker, but not the other. You know what I mean? Like, you just maybe somehow just bonded closer right Right. but also I think it's interesting like you said because you go in you don't know these people you don't even know the job right and you end up meeting these people and they become even closer you know on a daily basis I'm sure you're going and telling them certain things you maybe didn't tell me just because now they're like front and center you see them you're telling them like you know this guy last night and this that and the other and you go from being perfect strangers to like knowing making (laughs) yeah like this honor amongst coworkers, like And it's funny because you don't really know those. Like, you'd be like, oh, 
you know, how's John? And it's like, you don't really know John or anything, but I've told you, I've painted this picture for you so much where you feel like you do know them or you do know this aunt of mine Mm -hmm. or you do know, you know what I mean? These little situations I've told you about. And I just think it's funny how at work you don't know these people, but you do. And then you leave the job and some of those, sometimes you do decide to maintain those friendships. And one of your your other best friend kind of came right from that friendship well actually she came from a a friend a co-worker friend yeah a friend i met at work i met one of my other best friends friends of friends friends of a friend of a friend which got a little weird at one point which is awkward when you become friends with one of your friends friends (laughs) and almost better friends with the friend than the friend of the friend yeah and it's like (laughs) Am I competing? It, it's just a different dynamic. And I know that it get, it did get a little weird and we did have a few tiffs about it. Now we're fine. But it's almost like, you know, when you're like little and, you know, two's company, three's a crowd, you almost feel like left out of certain situations. It was almost like that, but in adulthood, which is very weird. And it's and I, I'm protective of my friends, too. So I could see myself feeling away. But it's it, it was hard to navigate for a minute because there was jealousy and it was it was hard yeah and it is funny because that's what i'm kind of saying like no new friends like (laughs) three is a crowd like wait i have my friends and nobody's gonna (laughs) impose on this which was stupid (laughs) stupid mindset then but then it is funny like because you ideally you want your friends to be friends but you don't want them to be better friends right. than you are with your friends. Right. I don't want anybody to hate each other, but don't get closer to them than you are to me, where I'm feeling right out of here. Right, like, right. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I put you two together. Right, right. The audacity to right. be better friends, or, you know, to, to be right. so close. Right. But it's like, but don't hate each other. But just still let me be the favorite, okay? <laughs> so I guess I guess there gets to be some gray areas, but it's also really nice because I have friends that you've you wouldn't be friends with if it wasn't for me. But you've showed respect out of respect right. for me. Never gonna be an asshole to anybody, like just because right. that's just not my personality. But And like I think it's funny too because your other best friend is maybe not somebody I would just meet and that would be my best friend, but I love her. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. we get along fine funny you know what I mean but it's like I consider her a friend but not one where I'm like hey I was gonna get a drink on Sunday you want to (laughs) come like I would never not for any reason but it would be weird if I'm like would ask her to do that and on the opposite side too for you to ask Mm -hmm. like some of my friends Mm -hmm. like be like um I mean there's no reason we couldn't do that but but it's like where's our link where is our link where is our link our link coming coming? (laughs) now I feel like we're cheating right right (laughs) it gets really weird but I feel like with navigating adult friendships like how do you feel about where you feel like it's time to kind of end a friendship honestly I I feel like it's very similar to when it's time to end any relationship Mm -hmm. um you know, an intimate one or just a platonic one. But A, if there's some sort of disrespect where, and I don't want to sound like, like, don't try to play me. Like, be the, be a, be above me type thing. Do you know what I, I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. When you start thinking you're better than me. But if we've had this friendship all this time, but it's in the same thing in a, in a relationship. Like, when right. there's some, some, 
mutual understanding starts to go for whatever that would be. So I would say when respect starts to have to be a question or even trust Mm -hmm. or when you're kind of always the it friend, like we both have to maintain this. I don't always want to reach out to you. Do you know what I mean? You have to reach out to me too. And don't only reach out to me when it's convenient. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? when you want something. Right, because your other friends aren't available, but I am. Do you know what I I mean? So a lot of answers, but really just respect. When when the respect is either fading or gone, or sometimes you just fizzle out. Fizzle out. And not that kids, you know, if you're truly friends, that should never be a a point of contention, but it gets busy. And then there's hustle and bustle Mm -hmm. and... And I think some, if you don't have kids, maybe it's, and not you, obviously, but it's right. like, you start to feel like, oh, you don't make time for me anymore. And it's like, but you don't have kids. You don't understand how right. much this takes out of me. Right. And I'm sure that there's friendships that fizzle be- because of that, which is okay. But I'd say you weren't, you weren't really friends if, if that's. Right. If you're going to let something like moving into adulthood and making different moves for yourself ruin your friendship, like that's shitty. Like, so that's- yeah, those sort of things. And then if you're just on to, you know, I can't be friends with anybody, not that I would dislike them or hate them, but if you're not motivated, I can't. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to, ha- we have to have the same sort of we want to be able to grow. Like right. if you're stagnant and you're not really making any moves with your life, at some point it's going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to grow without you then. <laughs> like, Yeah, and you know, I'm crazy. You don't have to be like as motivated and do a million things that give you anxiety like me, but we can't be 32 and you're still doing or focused on the things, Same people shit. and places you were at 18. Right. Because that is just a turnoff. Right. And even though it's not an intimate like relationship, but that's a turnoff for me like okay I want to travel the world I want to brunch I don't want to be in a club do you know what I mean I want to life is gone club life is gone I want to be at a spa I want to get a massage I want to stamp my passport and not to sound like pretentious but if you're not about those things in in some you know what I mean right we, we don't have and there's to be no, right. going to different continents right but if you're not like hey there's this whole museum in Connecticut you know what I mean like so I'll pass that question back to you and (gasps) what do you you know what do you think about friendship that does fizzle out or when it's time to make a point of it dissolving it you know what I mean right I I've definitely had friends where we have just kind of grown apart and it's just like all right well our like you said our interests aren't the same anymore but I've also had friends where it kind of shocked me that this person really isn't reaching out to me anymore and I thought we were okay and I thought we were good not that I'm gonna like have a big fight over it but it's kind of like all right I guess you no longer need me like I had a friend I was really close with we had met at work we had hung out she went through a couple of personal issues and I was there for her and but then all of a sudden she just kind of stopped reaching out and it was like okay like I guess we're just not gonna be friends anymore <laughs> like it was that's just, that. like and I didn't feel owed an explanation so maybe I didn't care either and I feel like that whole reason season lifetime with relationships like right we both got out of it what we needed to get out of it and now it's just what it is. There's no hate. There's no bad blood. But I'm not crying over it. Whereas like if you and I weren't friends for a re- like I feel like it would be like a death. It would be. Right. Which is interesting because I mean and you know like I had a falling out with my best you know one of my best friends 
and it was like and we're we are fine now and we're good but it it broke my heart probably worse than a breakup with you know in an intimate relationship and it was a relationship I wanted to to keep I didn't you know what I mean I wasn't okay with it going away but I also was disappointed that this person kind of seemed okay with it going away right do you know what I mean where the really nice thing about you and I is and just recently we you know had a a little disagreement but we're very quick to call each other on our own bullshit or just reflect on and apologize and move on and right we're gonna fight through it right we're gonna fight through it and I got in a situation with someone I thought would have always fought through it with me and for me and didn't for quite a long time and it hurts like yeah so it's funny like you said like okay well this person you know this person kind of left and it it was what it was I'm sure in in that moment it was kind of like damn but life went on and you were fine I've been in a situation where I was like damn I'm actually like losing a little sleep over this you know what I mean like I've shed a couple tears over this like right I want this person in my life but not as it you know what I mean like we not just like okay on you know back to business as usual like no I think just like you said with any relationship when there is a tiff when there is a disagreement you have to talk about it you have to talk through it otherwise how do you get over it and then resentment comes into play you're always thinking about it and I think for you and I when we've had disagreements we know like I will show up at your house like there is going to be no ignoring me there's no silent treatment like we're going to discuss this because we want to fight and maintain the relationship that we have. Right. And we're very good at holding each other accountable or holding ourselves accountable, um, which is good for us, which I think needs to happen in any relationship. But either one of us is wrong, we might not in that moment be like, I'm wrong. <laughs> but give us a few minutes, you know, not even right. a few minutes. Give us the, the day to think on it or sleep on it. And it's usually not even that long, but very quick to be like, okay, I had a bad day. And, you know, maybe I took that out of context or whatever the case may be. And just bringing it back to that relationship. Um, we're not. Our communication isn't as health. Not that it's not healthy, but it's not as good as you and I. I also think we bump heads in different ways. Like we're just both kind of controlling and always have. Not you and I, but the other yeah. friendship. We yeah. always have to be right. Both and type it's harder. A. <laughs> right. We're both type A. We both have to be right. It's harder to, to you know, disengage and kind of let it be where you and I kind of, we do that better. Right. And we come back there. And I right. think that's why we've maintained this relationship since elementary school. Because I can think of little things, even just through the years. But we've never gone any significant amount of time without talking. And I don't think either of us would allow that. Right. And I know it was something we discussed when I was going through something with my other friend. Like, it's crazy. Like, we would never no. be okay with this. No. I wouldn't. Like, you're my sister. Right. Like, I, I may maybe a day and I might have some words for you, but I would sleep on it and be like, listen, right. I can't. You have to change. Like, I love you, but this has to change or I, you know what I mean? Um, But something. Yeah. And I think that comes from when you love somebody enough to know that you want them in your life, you want to have a conversation with them and grow from whatever it is you're going through. Um, I know that I've had friends where we're like you were in a relationship, you got married, had babies and our friendship didn't really change. But I've had other friends who have gotten into relationships and gotten married where that's kind of become their identity. And then it's kind of like for a little bit kind of like, OK, well, our, how how do we maintain a friendship when all, your whole life is your man? Right. 
you know, like. And it, even kids, because I can say this because I'm a, a parent, is you shouldn't be chipping your kids off to maintain friendships. That's, you know, and they're only little for so long, but everybody needs a break. You know what I mean? And it is important to take a break from your kids and remember to maintain those friendships because those people, right. I mean, your kids leave eventually and those people are there for you through that and then afterward, you know what I mean? And we do that well. I we think do. that's why you are a very understanding and supportive friend when it, you know, you know the kids come first. And right. I do make a point, though, to make time for us. You know what I mean? Maybe not as often as I'd like, <laughs> but, but I no, do try too. to make a point, you know... Uh, always uh, I mean birthdays are only once a year but like if you say something and I know it's an important event or a date or right. whatever I make a point to be there right. and, and be free and some people do get very consumed in relationships and, and life and forget how to be friends fish and expect you well you're single without kids you maintain the relationship for us I also think me as a just a person as a friend to anybody I am busy in my own life and I'm I'm a person where I can just pick up where I left off. I don't take it personal to have a gap. I mean, I take it personal if I didn't hear from you for a month, but right. that's kind of my other childhood friends why we are still friends is it's not personal when there's a gap. I understand mm-hmm. you're starting families, finishing degree, you know, whatever right. it could be. I understand it's busy, but when we do communicate again, it's like no time has passed. Nobody takes it personal. Right. It's always a good vibe. It's good energy. And that's just the kind of person I am. And not everybody, some people do take it personal. They do. But it's we, like, we're busy. We are. We're busy. And everybody has their own busy. So. Right. You're, and you have to respect everybody's uh, it, busy. Exactly. Like, so if I don't talk to a friend for a day or two, it, I would hope they don't take it personally. I know some people do. But. I'm not ignoring you. I'm not trying to be a jerk to you. I'm literally busy. Like I have a job. I'm in school. Like I have, I have shit going on. Real things right. to do. Right. And it, it would be wild that at 32, I would say to you, you didn't text me today. <laughs> right. And I think we both probably have friends that are, are somewhat like that. That's still, it's like, wait, we're too old for you. We are not 16 anymore. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. I, have real things and I think with all of your friends you know what level of maintenance you need to have with them right like I have a girlfriend who I consider one of my best friends do we we might go two or three weeks not talking but when we do talk like you said it's like nothing's changed tell me about the last three weeks of your life like I'll tell you about mine nobody's a fin we shoot the shit like we always have but I would never go three weeks not talking to you (laughs) Right, right. Well, that's because you're my sister. Yeah. Neither one of us would allow that. And when we say, or I I say, that's my sister, I literally call her parents, like mom and dad. Right. Like her mom and I. Your mom and I (laughs) probably physically have spent more time together in the last 10 years than you and I have because we do play volleyball and softball and whatever together. My mom's very, very active. But you and I obviously have, you know, communicated much, much more than the, I love your mom. Um, She's more active than I am, but she's got a very busy You left. That's true. She doesn't That's true. She does not live. Um, but I um, liked what you said about a reason, a season, and what did you call it? A reason, I a season, it. and a lifetime. I like that. A reason, a season, and a lifetime. Like, so, I think that's yeah. applicable to any relationship, too, not just a friendship. Right. But um, you think about, like, and maybe it's different for you because you are friends with going back to your childhood friends. Like, I'm not. 
I think those people were seasonal. <laughs> you see some of them on Bumble, though. I have seen, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have seen some on Bumble. But I mean, you're such a bitch. Um, <laughs> I meant girlfriends. But you know what's funny? You aren't. You don't really have child, like, friendships that you've really maintained since childhood but you kind of do because all jokes aside i mean you kind of got close with people in high school that we went to elementary school with and i'm sure you could yeah. run into them and it's like no time has passed right right absolutely and i but they're not every day no i don't go out of my way like we might see each other two to three times a year right and it's fine um but I think about the friends that I've made in adulthood and then stop being friends. Those are definitely I've looked back and been like, oh, the reason for that friendship was to teach me this or for them to learn this. And I think that that's important. And I guess it like softens the blow of like that person not being your friend anymore because not everybody's going to be a lifetime friend. Right. And I'm thinking of your one friend that I totally thought would have been a lifetime friend. And then it was like you were super close and then just oh, kind yeah. of, it just yeah. faded and, and, and she was like, yeah. like, I almost want to have her here and like <laughs> explain this to us now that all this time has gone I, by. Yeah. It just like faded and she was okay. I don't think you were really okay with I it wasn't. kind of, you know, that was, per- uh, I thought that would have been a lifetime friend right. for you. Right. And she seemed very much okay with. Right. And you're such a good friend that it's like, did you do something super egregious to her? Like, why would she feel this way? And maybe she was just at a new season in her life Mm -hmm. and didn't value the friendship in the same way. But that was one I definitely thought. Would have been a lifetime friend. That's a lifetime friend. friend. And then it, it did turn to be more seasonal. And I was like, oh. And I think a big part of it looking back now is I would say to this friend, hey, let's talk. And she would literally just ignore me. Really? And I would be like, okay, well, what the hell did I do? It left me questioning, like, did I do something? Did I say something? Like, tell me what I did. And her mom is still super cool with you. Yes. And it, you know what it is? It took her going through, like, a, a changing life event for us to kind of reconnect. And we don't see each other. We don't talk all the time. But we did end up having, like, a nice conversation where it was like, I, I love you. You know, I'm here for you if, if you ever need. Um, But our friendship will never be what it was. Yeah. Very, Which, that was a very interesting one. Yeah. But I like it. I think that any friend, I guess past friend, um, kind of falls into that reason, season, season or yeah. um, lifetime. And I think at this point, we've kind of determined our lifetime friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't, especially COVID. Thank you, COVID. There's not, you know, <laughs> it's hard enough to meet people to date, let alone meet people to have friendships. I'm, no new friends. With, but at this point... I, You know, I'm 32. Do I really think I'm going to meet? Well, it's funny I say that because I started a job a year ago. I kind of did establish a new friendship. Yeah. Um, And then I wonder, is is that a reason, season, or lifetime? Lover to death? Don't think it's a lifetime. Do I think if I left, we have kept in touch all of COVID, even though we're not in the office together. But I don't know that if I left the position we'd always go on to maintain the friendship. Um, So maybe a a little bit of a seasonal thing. And I'm okay with that. And I think she'd totally, like, I think that's a mutually understood thing, which is great too. Like, I wouldn't take it personal if you left and we never spoke again. But Mm -hmm. in this moment, like, we do talk about the men we're dating and the BS we're dealing with and, or you know, 
our family dynamics and and whatnot. So it's really funny. I'm thinking like, oh, I think I have a seasonal friend right. in my life. <laughs> Is that wrong to already a- acknowledge already and know. admit that? Like, love her to death. She's seasonal. <laughs> You're mid-season. And Can't wear my white after Labor Day and I'm going <laughs> to like move on to greener pastures out with her. But I think if her and I actually like discussed it, we'd probably be like, yeah, we are seasonal. Right. And I'm okay with that. So I think it's okay to have the different types of friends as long as I'm not under the impression this is a lifetime relationship and you're like, well, what you don't know is... (laughs) I'm dumping you soon. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really A-okay with never hearing from you uh, six months from now. But I think that we can kind of leave it off on that. I think that anybody can kind of break down the people, the the relationships in their... Well... They're your people. The friendships in right. your life. Like, you're my person. Right. Your lifetime. Yes, you're I wouldn't person. let you not be lifetime. Right. Like, I literally would, right. like, be boombox outside your house with Prosecco. <laughs> and I'd hope to never offend you to the point where, you know, it wasn't as simple, I'm sorry, I'm going to do better. Right. Let's drink and, like, smoke a J. Right. Also, <laughs> if you want to be outside of my house with Prosecco, anytime. <laughs> And, you know, it'd obviously be Biggie that I have on my right. big boombox. Yep. But um, and I would I think that the other relationship that kind of got away from me, I mean, like it was like it was like a bad breakup with him. Like I would talk to anybody, not anybody that would listen, but I was like dating a guy at the time. And I'd go, I'd be like, you know, my best friend, that's not my best friend. And he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I know your best friend that's not your best friend. Like I wasn't willing to accept that was it for us. Right. Um, And just kind of like you said, it took a traumatic life event to bring that person back. A traumatic life event for me, a loss for me is what brought this person back. And that was okay. You know what I mean? Right. If that was what it took Right. We went through our little season of off season, but that's definitely a lifetime. And I would never let that relationship ever go through that again with mm-hmm. with and let that much time. Like we're either going to hash this out and agree this friendship's over. Yeah. Or we're going to pull up our fucking big girl pants and be like, I was wrong for this. Yep. And I was wrong for this. Yep. And we're going to move through and past this. So I like that. Reason, season, lifetime. Know your people. Know your people. (laughs) Take care of the people that take care of you. That's right.